Welcome to the Kelly and the Encouragers podcast with your host, Kelly Sisson, wife, mother, therapist, and hippie at heart who loves Earl Grey iced tea, deep conversations, and encouraging others. If you need a little encouragement today, you are in the right place. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. It's your host, Kelly Sisson. I'm so happy that you're here with us again this week. Today's guest is phenomenal. She has been on the show before, Melissa Williams. That name may sound familiar. If you haven't had an opportunity, jump to the beginning of the podcast. She was on there for two different shows. It's part one and part two of our conversation. So you're going to want to check that out. But today I brought Melissa on to help us really learn how as women to own our worth and own our truths and build healthy relationships with other women. I really feel like right now, one of the things that we're lacking the most as a society is connection and feeling like we have healthy relationships. So we're going to talk about what do you do to intentionally build healthy relationships with other women. I know that you're going to love our conversation. Melissa is fantastic. I'm I'm very hopeful that she'll be back. This is actually our first episode that we recorded live as well. So if you want to see the footage from this, what you would need to do is go to www.kellysisson.com backslash podcast. And there is the availability to sign up for our email list. If you'd like to sign up for that, I will be sure to send that video over to you. Thanks so much. Okay. Can you say a few things? Yes. Hello. Perfect. Just, okay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you I look fantastic. Confident. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, right you, no, seriously, okay. you look so nice. Oh. You just got home, huh? Well, thanks. Um, here. So I went after work to get a massage, uh-huh. which is funny. Like, I was like, I can, it's going to be great. And then I had some stuff come up to go back to work. So I feel really relaxed, but I don't feel like I look great because he was like rubbing my face. And I think I still probably have my my lines oh you know, no no thanks <laughs> I was like oh god I thought those would be gone by now oh but. my gosh you're hilarious no that's awesome though I appreciate you taking some time to meet with, yeah, with us and talk idea. through things and yeah and thanks for always that's just exciting. being like whatever I like crazy idea I come up with you're like sure let's try it <laughs> well it. number one I love your crazy ideas I think I have those ideas and yeah. my brain never stops right and so I um I and you have you you're a step further than me because I want to do the podcast thing and you know I have a blog but you're like three steps ahead of me so I just think it's great it, it it's um if I would be doing it anyways I would be asking you to be online so it just oh, works out yeah I love that I love that thank you so I am recording so I'm wondering if you can just um introduce yourself um for those people yes. who maybe missed your first episodes that you were on um and if they did yeah. I think they should definitely go back and listen to those because it was really great to be able to talk so we'll want everyone to hop back there but I'm wondering can you just give a summary of who you are and what we're gonna well I'll, I can share to you what we're gonna talk about but let's just start with who you are yeah. <laughs> sure um so my name's Melissa Williams I work in Fargo North Dakota I'm a licensed social worker in North Dakota uh, and then Kelly and I, well, we originally connected, I suppose, through my human trafficking work um, yes. in the Jamestown area because I, at that time, covered all of eastern North Dakota for anti-human trafficking work. I still do human trafficking work in southeastern North Dakota. I just have some more help now, which is great. 
and um, we've also connected through your your blog and some of your passions. And then I have a social work blog too. So yeah, I think in a nutshell, right? That's yeah, kind of- that's a perfect that's a perfect summary. I love that now you always make sure you say like anti human trafficking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone teased, you know, everyone was like, you know, and everyone made the same joke, which is, I get it. Yeah. Like, oh, you navigate the human trafficking. And it's like, oh my God, if I had a nickel. So I just started adding that because I get why that's confusing for people who aren't doing it every day. Like right. I am, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always say like, I love human trafficking. And then I realized how that sounded too. And I was like, that's not what I <gasps> mean at all. <laughs> yes, honestly. Yeah. So I, I feel for you on that. So a little bit about how maybe this this topic came about. Um, is it fair yeah. to say it's something that you're passionate about as well? Yeah, hugely. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Wonderfully. Okay, so I'll just give a little bit of summary. Um, you know, not a lot of details surrounding how it came about, of course, but right. just to kind Obviously, of give, yes. an, you know, everyone an understanding of how this even really came up. So long story short, I was having a conversation with somebody and they mentioned about someone I know being just so humble and it wasn't humble in the way of just, um, you know, really being aware and thankful and having gratitude and, you know, all of that. It was really, um, how do I want to word it? It was very much like they minimize everything they do and they don't take credit for what they do and they don't really like own their worth. And it really, um, it was quite frustrating for me because I thought, well, Mm -hmm. that's, that's not a good thing. You know, we should not that people have to, I mean, I'm not saying we should be arrogant at all, uh, but it's important to own our, our worth. And especially as women, I think a lot of times, um, we're just taught not to essentially. And so, um, I happened to be talking to you about it and I could tell that you were just as passionate. And so like within the week I was like, let's do a podcast episode and then, you know, let's do it live so people can really join us for the conversation. So yes, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Me as well. It's really, it's a fun way I think to have a different type of connection. So it's awesome. I know. And for me, I like, I'm literally like squirrel ADHD. And so it's for me, I thought that was a brilliant idea too, because it gives people different learning styles, yes. different ways to like tune in and yeah. be a part of it to your point. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for, like I say, going, going forward with that. So I'm wondering, can you share your thoughts on that? You know, do you feel like this is an issue for women, especially lately or just always, yes. or what do you think? Always. I, so I have so many thoughts, so I'm just going to like, just, yeah, absolutely. Tell me to pump the brakes. No, um, <laughs> no I love I it. So some of my, here are things I have learned, especially in this job, you know, doing anti-human trafficking work and, and kind of how much you, you focus on like social norms and issues around um, sexism, I guess. Yes. And so there are a few things I have tried to learn over the years. Um, one of which is, um, and excuse my language, but a lot of times I think women get looked at as like bitchy or mean yes. or moody or that time of the month, you know, yes. when um, they're assertive or when they speak their mind uh, and they're heard differently than men, I think, even by other women, right. you know, uh, and I have found that I'm trying to be less. I don't want to say less careful because I always feel like it's important to be careful. And I feel like my whole life I've been told I'm pretty bold and assertive, but that also can be um, looked at as being bitchy or mean or what yeah. have you. Um, sorry, I should probably change my choice of words. No, you know, you're fine. To, <laughs> you're fine. Mouth, so <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, so I think that, and then I'm also trying to learn um, to your point, Kelly, like it is okay for women to self promote. It is okay to, um, 
to celebrate your successes and talk about them and um, own your worth and advocate for yourself. And I think we struggle to do that. I still do. And I'm like a big like proponent of that right. uh, world. And um, again, have grown up always kind of being told like, tone it down or you're mean or, you know, and I've been, I was looked at as a tomboy. I still am a tomboy. Who am I kidding? But, uh-huh. you know, I think, again, I know I'm like, my thoughts are just. Nope, I'm calling you. But, you're good. Um, you know, my mind works yeah, the same. So, so I'm totally right there with you. <laughs> I, I, well, I hope everyone else. Right. <laughs> but so those are things I've just tried to help my friends and my clients and my coworkers really grasp as well as for me, recognizing when I am, um, so for an example, recognizing when, let's say I send an email and I'm scared of how it's going to sound, like putting a smiley face or putting an exclamation point. It's like, you don't need to do that. Like right. you can be a professional and you can say what needs to be said um, and not feel like you have to like put this feminine spin on it to make right. it sound like you're nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's definitely been my experience throughout life when I will say going back when I was younger, that that wasn't always necessarily the case for me, but especially I would say through high school, um, I, I almost would always call myself a, like a rebel in a way, you know, I wasn't yeah. like out there causing trouble, but I didn't really right. like when you boxed me in and when you box me in somewhere, totally. then I like, it's really hard for me. I'd like to say that I come out kicking, but um, that sounds a little harsh, but it, it's true. I just don't like like when somebody says this is the only thing that you can do or this is how you need to totally. act, then um, that's yeah. just is, is too much for me. But I do think when I got into college and especially got into my profession and just felt more comfortable with myself as, you know, as a woman, I think that I became able to advocate even more strongly for myself and other people. And it's something my family definitely um, taught me to, you know, to a certain degree. Um, But then that's something that I just kind of um, learned and, um, you know, worked towards. But I've often been... Um, been been taken by surprise when someone tells me, you know, something like, um, wow, it seems like you're, you're really feeling aggressive right now, or that tone is just really intense. And in my mind, I'm thinking I, 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 cause I am very self-aware. So I'm like, I was actually being assertive, not, not aggressive and trying to explain that difference, even sometimes to other women who aren't, aren't necessarily like that. Sorry, having a mic issue here. Obviously, no, I'm getting jacked up about the topic. No. <laughs> right? Story of life. But yeah, but um, I, I think that, that that has been something that has been a common theme. And I almost have thought before, you know, I, I've talked with my husband about this, and I feel like sometimes I'm viewed upon as a bad employee. And not that I don't work hard, because my um, evaluations are always like team player, work hard, do yeah. whatever needs to be done. Like, I mean, they're always super positive, but at the same way, because I might ask some other questions that other people might not, or because I might throw out other yeah. ideas, sometimes that's met with almost like a disdain or like a, a distaste for that um, because it's it's different and um, yes. people aren't comfortable with different, I think, a lot of times. I could not agree more. I have that same experience and I struggle with how to react to it because I am all about uh, as you know, as professionals, we should be change and growth. And I can certainly learn to improve Uh, where I struggle is when I'm being asked to improve in areas of um, maybe people viewing me as challenging 
but I think that's a good thing. Like to your point, like challenging why we do things a certain way or asking different questions right. or being bold. And I too feel like I'm pretty in tune with that or aware of how I come off. Mm-hmm. But again, sometimes I can understand why the people are like, that didn't, that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and I can totally take that right. and change it on the flip side. I also would like others, you know, who kind of have that opinion to think, including myself, like, cause I do it too, where I'm like, geez, she was kind of hot, you know, coming right. at me or whatever. But then I'm like, okay, was she, or was she just advocating for whatever she's passionate about, you know? Right. And 99% of the time when I, when I put that lens on it, that's exactly what it is, you know? And again, I think, um, with men, I don't do that. And right. I think a lot of us don't do that. And again, not that men can't be great, and wonderful, of course, but right. I think just when we're talking about some of the sexist issues or some of what's different, I, this is something that, um, to your point, I have seen affect me my whole life being like an assertive, bold female, um, right. my entire life. It's been, a, it's been a challenge for me as far as figuring out what about me needs to change because mm-hmm. I can understand like especially as a teenager like we all need attitude adjustment right right <laughs> but what about me is like something that I have a strong belief in continuing in that I want to challenge those around me to view it differently and I right. am who I am you right. know what I mean exactly. um one thing that totally helped me with some of this I have um two wonderful colleagues who have transitioned um, from female to male Mm -hmm. and both of them expressed the difference or how different they are. They are treated as a man now versus when they were females, like just how that took them by surprise. And they almost need to help processing through. Like I am listened to now. I am. I, they feel more respected. They female fee, female (laughs) um, feel more heard. Right. And, um, that has been for them just something they did not realize was going to come forward, I guess, through, through all of this. So even hearing that, I was like, wow, isn't that impactful or almost solidifying of some of our thoughts around like, no, listen to me, you know, I can contribute to this conversation about sports or work or whatever, you know? Absolutely. So some of those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, been something that has been frustrating for me through different, different times in my life when I'll, I'll say something and then like literally a man says the exact same thing as I said, but that's listened to what I said and it's dismissed. And I'm like, wait, 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 I, I just, wait, I just said that. I'm <laughs> like, wait yeah. a minute here. Yeah. But You're then like raising your hand right. in the back, like, right, here. <laughs> right exactly. Yeah. That was all me. That was my idea. No. Um, but that's yeah. the problem too, is I think that sets up um, almost like a dynamic where you, you can't then say like, or you can, you can say like, hey, that, you know, that's literally what I just said. But um, yeah. then it's viewed even more negatively if you were to say something like that. And like, oh. no, now you're trying to take credit for this or now you're being really pushy or whatever that is. There's no winning in a situation like that. Um, no. And I, I wonder, especially what is hard for me too, and, I, and I've had to do my own growth. So I haven't always been like super aware, or super, um, probably a little bit more than most people just because of, I like how you worded that, like the, the bold way that you live your life. I love that wording. That's, that's really yeah. beautiful. And so I, because of that, I've probably been a little bit more aware of that. Um, but I definitely mm-hmm. think it's a process, but sometimes I do get really frustrated, especially with other yeah. women. Cause I'm like, you know, but sometimes they don't, but <laughs> most yes. of the time, you know, Absolutely. you know, you know how it feels when you, it's being implied even maybe not stated that you're being bitchy but it's being implied or oh you feel yeah. really intensely about this or um again you, you know it's really important for people to be humble and you know just mm-hmm. statements like that just feel pretty pretty yuck and a lot of times I will yeah. get more 
and I don't know if this is fair either, but I will get more frustrated with a female about it than a male because, again, I'm frustrated with males as well, but I'm also like, you know, can you just think outside of of your own experience or even even think a little bit more about your own experience? Because it's not like it's just yeah. happening to like you and I. This is happening to women everywhere. Hugely. And, you know, even I had a supervisor once who um, I – she to me we were doing like our yearly review or what have you and in a good way she said um do you want to raise and I was like in my head of course I'm like yup <laughs> right, sure right. you know as anyone would think no one's right. like nothing nah, right um, <laughs> don't worry about that yeah was, right yeah maybe next year um but she was like you know I didn't say anything and sometimes when I get really nervous I like total red just yep. red face and she was like I can tell how uncomfortable this makes you and we are going to work on that because you should never be uncomfortable asking for a raise. And I was like, mm-hmm, you uh, know, yeah. wildly uncomfortable, which is a good thing. And then she said, if, what amount do you think you, you've earned or like what, you know, she said, I don't care if you say a million dollars, like I want to know, you need to tell me, I'm not going to say, here's what you're getting before I do that. I want to know what you think. Like, I want you to tell me the amount because you need to step into that power. You need to own like how good you are at this job and that you are worth that. And I need to hear you say that. And I was just like, Oh my God. I mean, it was so powerful for me. And even, you know, what's so frustrating is even after that, though, it was still hard for me. Right. Um, even with her, like, and, and how more comfortable, you know, I was always very comfortable with her, but even in her saying that to me, it still was hard for me to like, advocate for myself I guess so again that's where I come back to I've been trying to just step into like we all have skills and talents it's okay to own those things and I'm at a point too I'm like I don't care if someone thinks I'm arrogant or I'm I'm bitchy or what have you of course I care to a certain extent if I you know if I needed to look at my you know I'm always gonna assess myself as we all should through those things or people tell us those things but also just um it's okay to, for other people to be uncomfortable right you know absolutely um if you're owning your power absolutely I love that yeah. I, I love a lot of what you said with that you know what's really interesting too is that do you hear even as women we're like well not that I'm like you know overtaking you know I need to be aware and I need to like self-reflect and like literally if we were two dudes like that would never even come up at all isn't oh, that interesting no, no <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because in my head I'm like I'm being way too hyper vigilant about this but that's that's such and what I'm doing right now of like well you know make sure you're still checking in with yourself like yes but to your point a guy wouldn't wouldn't say that you know or maybe we're maybe they would but yes yeah it's not it's not impossible by any means and you know and I've even been thinking through this whole thing I'm like I feel like we need to do a disclaimer like I don't hate men I really love my husband I have fantastic men you know but but the reality is is that you can really appreciate what men bring to the table and still appreciate what women do as well and I think we get that twisted sometimes and I think that's where those disclaimers start coming from you know it's like we don't want to seem you know negative or seem hateful or anything like that and it's not about that but I think people misconstrue it a lot of times yes, to be about that. And so um, I think that yeah. that's where some, you know, definitely some of that, that comes from, but. Um, I agree. Yeah. 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 Even we were at a, a wedding recently and um, had my poor husband, cause my brain never shuts off. Right. And uh-huh. the, the uh, maid of honor is giving a speech and you know how people are at a wedding. They talk, 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 talk. So like half are listening, half aren't. Yes. Well, they give the microphone to the, the best man and it's like you know you could hear a pin drop in there and of course I'm like tapping my husband's shoulder I'm like see see what I mean like yeah this is what I'm saying and he was like well 
and he's great about being mindful and like he's a wonderful listener and he always tries to you know he's just wonderful but he too was like well I think like them and he's right where they had to change microphones and stuff because the one was kind of fuzzy when she was talking and I was like you're right but you're wrong because I just you know it would have happened either way um but you know that's just my opinion of course but um even that it was just like the little things we even as females don't pay attention to um like that that happened to us constantly yeah you know absolutely well and I even think I mean we could go on a tangent down this road that I that where my mind's going but I even think things like thinking about our safety or like I so I walked into my office building which is also an apartment building so literally there's like tons of people around here you know I'm not yeah. alone by any means but still when I walk in I check things I make sure that our office is locked you know locked up I turn some lights on you know I mean I'm not like looking for people hanging out in corners or anything yeah. but I'm just more aware of my surroundings like my husband would literally beep up into the office and like not even think about that ever. Mm-hmm. And that's been really interesting to see him become more aware of that portion of things. Like, yes. oh my gosh, wait a minute. So you're like, like paying attention, like, you know, and I'll say like, Constant. oh, you know, there's, you know, someone b- behind us or there's a this or that, you know, it's not like, I'm like, oh, look at that person. I'm panicked, but just like, oh, let's get out mm-hmm. of their way. He's like, how did you even know they were there? I'm like, cause I'm paying attention because yes. I'm watching yes. my surroundings. And I think it's so ingrained totally. in women to do that, um, that a yes. lot of times it, it, it's not even like a conscious thing it just it just happens no and we you know again my husband and I were having this conversation one day and I said when's the last time you felt unsafe or threatened walking by a group of women or were preparing to be harassed or like kind of embarrassed by like the cat calling and stuff is it when yep. you know and he's like well never and I'm like every time a woman walks by a group of men I promise you yes she is thinking about her safety or what they're gonna say or you know what I mean yes. like it's just things that we just go about our daily lives and don't think about. Hey guys, I'm just going to interrupt for one quick second. I wanted to make sure that you knew that we had an opportunity for you to partner with the Kelly and the Encouragers podcast community. Now, I want to be really clear. You are already a part of this community. But if you want to take things one step further, I would encourage you to go to Patreon. I don't know if you've heard of Patreon, but it truly is just a way for you to be able to collaborate with creatives and help to spread the word. And that is the goal of the Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. I really want to spread encouragement throughout the entire world. And the only way to do that is with your help. So if you would like to check it out, you can go to www.patreon.com backslash Encouragers podcast. Now back to the show. And kind of switching gears, but not, I just, I'll forget it if I don't. Yeah. One of the things um, I think is so, so, so important to this and is missed a lot. And I talk, when I do groups with um, youth females, I like try to ingrain this in their brains. We have to support each other. And women are so hard on each other. It makes me so sad because we, when women are in the, like, a room together with the same goal and are empowered and motivated. It is the most beautiful thing on the stinking planet. And there's so little of that where it's always like, we're always critiquing or comparing and it has to be a negative thing. And I just think we need to celebrate each other more. Um, Even if you feel like someone is more successful or prettier, even though we shouldn't have those thoughts, but we do because we're human. Mm -hmm. But like, instead of being like, well, you know, their hair sucks or I wouldn't want that life anyway. Just being like, good for them. Like that is so cool for them. And so with the youth, I 
talk to a lot of times they're kind of like jabbing about other girls and detention yep. or whatever. And I'm like, what do you like about that person? Or what, you know, what about them is, is a skill or a trait that you'd like to have and, and just empowering them. And then I'll have them do, um, we'll do like, I can't think of what they're called, like collages, like self collages, you know, yes. of like empowerment. And my favorite part is at the end of group, uh, we send around their journals. We have them do journals throughout. And then it's like, write something about it. Like, so they, let's say I was passing my journal around every girl in that room had to write something nice about me or my strengths oh, yes. on my journal, because it's like, we, to me at the core of all of this, or what like my takeaway from all this is, is like celebrate women and, um, don't focus on the negatives or like, what can we vent or bash about? Like, I just, to me, we're each other's biggest ally in this kind of fight, so to say, of yeah. like cr creating change around it, you know? Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I 100% agree. And I yeah. think that, um, and I think that's, it's something that seems really hard at times, but I think it's actually just because we've always been told that women can't have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. and like my husband even is like, no women actually like each other. I'm like, really? Because I have some good friends. No, mm -mm, you don't really like any of them. I'm like, actually I do. But like men just really <laughs> don't. Do. Yeah. yeah. Men just really don't, yeah. don't get that. Um, I really yeah. don't think that they do. And I'm like, do you see? And I, he may, honestly, he's probably just pulling my leg. Cause that's how he is. But I'm like, yeah. do men really think that like women can't get along? Cause I have some fantastic female relationships in my life. Life. But I also think that you have to be very diligent at it and you have to keep yourself in check too when those thoughts come in. Big time. So a lot of times, yes. you know, um, for me, I know I like if I notice something about someone, I don't care if it's a stranger, I'm going to tell them, you know, like yeah. when you hopped on, I was like, oh, my gosh, you look so great. You know, like when I think something, yeah. I just say it. I don't even think twice about it. I'm just like, you know, and it's not even just looks. It's like, wow, that was really cool. Or what a great idea. Or that's yeah. awesome to see that happen for you. And when you can find joy for other people, I think it helps you find joy in your own life as well. Yes. And I think a huge piece of what you just said too, is the vocalizing it, not just yes. thinking it is that that piece of making sure people or women know those things or what you said, you know, yeah. um, one thing though, it was, it's kind of funny. I need to be aware of is I honestly, so women, you know, that you walk by them and you notice they'll like look you up and down and you're like, okay, that's yeah. women being women. Right? Uh -huh. Um, and truly when I do that, I'm finding like, like strengths, like, dang, look how nice her legs are. Like she's got yeah. some, she works out or like, I want that outfit, you know? Yeah. And so my husband one time was like, geez, you just look that girl up and down kind of thinking, you know, like that judgy. And yeah. I was like, it's good to know it came off that way because I truly was like, I want her outfit. Where did she get it? That was honestly yeah. my thought, but I just the way he kind of to what your husband said, the way he perceived that, that I was like, he was just assuming that I was making some judgy thoughts in my head and that she was beautiful. And I was just like, I want your outfit. Right. <laughs> that literally right. was my thought, you know, but, um, I think, just trying to be better about you know even because we all see things in social media and like instagram models and all this stuff and it's like instead of being like oh eat a cheeseburger it's like good for her like yeah. she's got thousands of followers this is probably her full-time job just taking pictures like i'm jealous and i think that's cool you know so yeah. just i'm trying to I'm pretty good about it. But to your point, even kind of stopping some of those thoughts and like, how can you transition them to celebrate each other um, versus putting each other down more? Because we, we get enough of that. It's a tough, it's tough out there. you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. I would agree with that. You know, I think too about like seeing other things that people are, are doing to me, 
and again, this is a lot of work that I've done, you know, on myself and my thought process and all of that. So this is not like I just like, you know, was born one day thinking this way, but it's motivating to me when people have lives like that, that I'm like, darn, mm-hmm. like, I know that life yeah. is not perfect for them, but like you just spent like, there's a woman, I don't know if you know, Jenna Kucher. So she has like, she's a social media um, person as, as well, but she sells, um, essentially it's like classes and things like that to teach you about email lists and Instagram. And, and so basically it's like how to build your business online um but like her and her husband have a vacation house in hawaii and just spent like a month over there you know and worked from hawaii like to me i'm like oh my gosh that's so cool i never even envisioned at the age that i'm at because she's i think she's around my age maybe a little bit older like i never even envisioned that was an option so the fact that now i know that that's an option i'm like okay Mm -hmm. so not, I mean, I'm not very materialistic, but still, if I could see Hawaii views oh every day, are you kidding me? I've never yeah. even been there. I would love that. You know, the beach Honestly. definitely calls my name. So, you know, it just to be able to see that things are possible, I think for women is, is really motivating if we view it in that way, you know? Yep. I agree. And you know, what was really helpful for me, and this might not um, relate to everyone, but because I struggled a lot growing up with, again, this, this part of me, I've, I've always, you know, again, the, the, you have resting bitch face and mm-hmm. you're intimidating. And I truly am like the, in my heart, I'm like the nicest person, obviously look at what we do for our jobs. Yes. Like you have to have some kind of warmth in your heart, but right. Um, so it always confused me when people would say, and it really hurt and triggered me like that. I'm mean, yes. because for me, it's like, that was so confusing for me as a kid, because I'm like, I can't, what is, and it made me really self-conscious. Yes. Um, and it almost put this guard up. And so I would, I did have kind of an attitude, you know, again, we all do to a certain extent, but I think part of it is, um, I had a lot of mean girls in my, in my world and not that I did. I mean, gosh, we all were mean girls at at times and I certainly probably asked for it (laughs) sometimes, but just in general, um, having that in my world, kind of puts this guard up, but also always being told like, you're really stern and bold and bitchy, blah, blah, blah. You get it. Yep, so yep. what I was going to get to, which I'm just getting off of my little tangent was the most helpful thing for me is my mom two different times told me stories about when I was really little. And, and she had just said, you know, one time someone, I was like five and someone was really mean to me at their house. And my mom came to pick me up. And, you know, you think of a five year old like come out bawling and like tattle yeah. on their friend and like that. And um, my mom said I just got in the car, as I always did, just kind of stoic and, you know, stone-faced as I have always been, she said. And that alone was helpful. But then she said she just looked over at me because I was unusually quiet. She said there was just one tear, like, down my cheek, and I was just staring out the window. And she was just like, wow, like, you're five. And you're that just like, that's just who you were. She's like, you've always, that is just who you are. It's not like you're some mean person and then again when I was eight I my sister um kind of pushed me out of a tree and broke my arm and instead of like running to my mom I mean it hurt right but instead of running to my mom she found me in my room just like laying in my bed with my arm just there like in pain by myself just stone face so again I'm only telling these stories because um my as an example of like kind of maybe ask those questions or understand how you were as a child and kind of what is just ingrained in who you are. Because for me, that gave me so much more confidence and like, this is who I am. This isn't some mean person I developed into. I am just, I am just 
that and it's okay it's okay to be that. different than a lot of females you know and yeah. I'm, I'm now I've embraced it um anyway that was longer than I no wanted, no I love that I'm like literally <laughs> over here like I'm not gonna lie I'm like almost tearing up I won't I won't do yeah. it but I'm like that is yeah. just so beautiful yeah <laughs> thank you Kelly. thank you yeah I was definitely a child that was I'm um, tearing up but I love that you bring that up you know if I can yeah. share a story real quick that I found out yeah. um not too long ago so I don't want to call out the family member because well they they quite honestly, they're passed away. So they couldn't listen to the podcast, but someone else will. And I just don't want to do that. But um, apparently when I was really young, I, I've known that I always really wanted to like, you know, kind of make a difference or like do something good. And I would kind of, um, I would almost say fight social justice in like weird little kid ways, you know? And so (laughs) that's always kind of been a part of me, but I don't think I realized to like the degree until I was told a story, which is a little sad. So brace yourself here, but um, it's not super sad, but Apparently, a family member had said, oh, my gosh, look at her thinking she's going to change the world. That's all she talks about or whatever, you know, just being like a little cranky about it. Um, And at first, I I have to admit, I was mad. I was like, who the hell says that to a child? Like, that's insane. I don't remember that. I obviously, I don't know, blocked it out, forgot it, whatever. It must not have um, affected me that much. But then I reframed it and I was like, no, actually, how stinking cool that as a child, I was like, I'm going to change this world. I want to do something good in this world. And so when I... like I even get chills thinking about it now because I'm like, when I think about that, that gives me so much strength to do things today that can do that, you know, and yeah. that's part of just like owning your worth and being like, this is a part just yeah. like you being able to just really handle like whatever, like, you know, even yeah. your broken arm, you know, yeah. I just very much have always been someone who was like, I just want to change the world. And that yeah. when you just own it, it gives you power. It gives you power, truly. Yes. I love that. And you, you know, and I think what's cool is you can kind of like you have, you know, you, you certainly have. And so to your point, I love that, 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 um, I mean, you, you know, you have your counseling term that I can't think about how you, it's not necessarily thought stopping, but like reframing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew it was up there. Yeah. No, you got it. You got um, it. (laughs) Just the way that you can look at it from a glass half full. And again, I, I keep saying stepping into your power, but that's just, that's kind of my, how I, when I'm feeling self-conscious or more like, Oh, how are they going to perceive me? It's like, okay, step into your power. And, right. and sometimes even when I step into it, I'm like, no, I need to back up a little bit. Like, cause again, sometimes I can be like just coming in hot, you know, yep, but, yep. um, so I think you can step into that, but then also still tread lightly, I guess in some situations, yeah. but, but maybe again, I shouldn't be saying that. Cause then I'm again, going back to like, well, is that defeating the purpose of our conversation of like, no, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm totally following you. I think that is the problem is that it's literally so ingrained in us that even when we're really passionate about it, there's still that part of us. It's like, you know, we're, we are told when we're little to be like a good girl essentially. So we're like, wait, wait, that's a little bit too ballsy. I need to back it up. I need to, you know, make sure that I'm just telling everyone I'm being really self-aware, but like you are, you know, I don't have any doubts about that at all, you know? And, and same for me, like I'm, you know, very self-aware and, and think through those things. But I still think that it is a challenge and it is something that daily we have to just be really aware. We don't have to, but it's helpful to be really aware of, um, you know, to, to just think through some of those things. And I think one thing too, that I wasn't necessarily planning to talk about, but I think we'll have a little bit of time to talk about is that when you truly get to this point in your life, when you're not so worried about what other people think either, I think that also gives you a freedom just to really accept it and almost even pick up on it more when other people aren't doing that for themselves. Mm -hmm. 
hugely. And I think um, if you're in a, a place to like help support them through that, because to your point, you're yes. going to notice it more. Yes. So then even saying like, you know, for me, what I do with like even my coworkers or my friends, I'll um, pick up on what I thought they did that was really powerful. Like, wow, you know what? But then just how can we help build each other's confidence in that too of like, no, like that can say that or yes um, and, and again too with some of my coworkers, um we all do this because my office is full of females and we all do this we're like can I say that should I say that and so just being there to be like yes you know you can and I've seen you do this before and it went well and um you do have a place to speak up that way you know what I mean and Absolutely. I think it's hard when we work you know a lot of our colleagues are males um from other agencies too and just being able to hold our own and in yes. and, and those conversations and not let people cut us off and make sure we're being heard. And again, there, we've got some wonderful partners, but still it goes back to just the root of all of this of like, are we being heard or are we looked at as moody or emotional versus like, no, she just knows her shit, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely. Her stuff. Yeah. You can Sorry. say shit. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. It's all right. Sorry, no, no, that. That's very, that's very kind to apologize. Um, anyone who listens to the podcast knows that every now and again, there might be a curse word dropped, you know, I think yes, a good, okay. a well-placed curse word, you know, adds a little extra emphasis. Not that we need yes. to like, you know, but like, still, I think it makes, I it know. makes a big difference. I've embraced that part of me. I will. I don't know if you remember my blog. I wrote about why swearing is like, good yes, yes. <laughs> I'm I like that. that too. I've like, I've always been like, oh, shoot, which I am now, but um, yeah. about swearing, which I get. Like, we're in professional settings and stuff. However, I've also been told, like, it's not ladylike. And I'm like, I can bleepity bleepy swear if I want. Right. You know, and I do it all the time. But, yeah. again, I know sometimes I can cool it off a little yeah. bit. But um, I think self-air um, swearing feels good. And so, again, yeah. that's, I'm, I, I'm – just brought that blog up that yeah that one. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that one, too. You know, it makes me think of – um. Actually, I feel like you were there. Maybe you presented at it. I don't know. It was like, it was a behavioral health conference here in North Dakota, like uh, several years ago, one of the first years okay. I lived here. So I'm not hundred percent sure, but for some reason, I feel like you may have been there, but anywho, so I cannot even think of who it was and want to call him out if, if, even if I could, but it was like a big group presentation and like every other word was like an F-bomb and I like looked at one of my colleagues because I'm like totally cool swearing I'm like this is a lot of swearing and this person (laughs) is presenting to this giant room now that felt a little intense you know like but I think that as long as you like know your audience you know your place um where you are then and yeah you can just kind of read the scene of things I think that makes it makes a huge difference for sure I agree. Yep. You know, I'm wondering if we can leave people. I want to make sure that we leave people with really tangible steps of how you can build positive, healthy female relationships. So I don't know if you have some thoughts on that. I think, um, again, like we talked about a little bit, that reframing, like you see something and you're kind of, your first thought is to judge or compare yourself is really celebrating that person, you know, um, I think so first and foremost, like celebrating that person, being vocal with them about that um, and advocating for yourself. And um, I think even asking yourself little things like, would this feel differently if it was a male versus a female? And and if you say, you know what I mean? Like just yes. kind of processing this stuff more. I think just to your point, Kelly, like it's so ingrained in us. We just go about our daily lives because it's who we are. Um, just taking a time out a little bit and being like, Hey, that's kind of unfair. And not that you need to call out everything. 
but even little things like I'll call, you know, like my, just that education on telling my husband, like, Hey, did you see how they listen so much more to the male speaker versus the female? And right. just, you know, um, picking up on those things. And like I said, to kind of, who were you as a child? And can you, can any of that be helpful in kind of your growth and self-discovery as to like, what's just been a part of you? Um, and owning that. So yeah. those are some pieces that I, I work on a lot. But what do you think? What about you? Yeah, no, I think those are great. Um, one thing that I keep thinking of throughout this whole conversation is um, the group that you and I are both a part of that we meet um, once yes. a month. So about, I don't know, was that maybe like seven months ago, I think? Yeah. I think it was probably about seven months ago. I, um, I just started thinking about how like I really wanted to be intentional about spending time with people who... Um, really have have the same motivation and not necessarily I don't mean like job or or life but just wanting to be like good people essentially wanting to be good people and do good things and um just spend time with and build quality relationships essentially so I had ended up at that point I think I had emailed four four of you, I think. And then three of you wanted to start meeting. So we started meeting. The other person just had a lot going on in life. Totally understandable. Um, The offer always stands open, of course. But um, we started meeting once a month and that has been really phenomenal for, I don't know about you, but for me just to know like we have that one time a month we can like process anything. We all happen to be in the same line of work. That was not intentional. Um, It's just really, I thought about who would mesh well, essentially is what it was like, who would mesh well um, and who do I enjoy spending time with too? You know, Um, I think, I think we met probably like, I think it was probably about the first year I lived here, probably four or five years ago. How long have you been there? Has it been like five years already? Yeah. Uh, Well, getting close to four. Okay. So yeah, it was probably about four years ago. And I remember being in that training and even then thinking like, she is just fun. You know what I mean? So like even back then, I mean, I never knew it would end up with us having communication like this, but I was like, she is just fun. And so when I think that about somebody or I really like the energy they bring or something they said to me, I'm like, yep. I even tell my friends, I'm like, you know, there are some times when I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to be that person's friend. And not that I'm going to like convince them or anything, but I'm like, you know what, we just would really mesh well. And you're my friend yes. now and you have no, no, I'm just kidding. I don't say that. Right. But yeah. I, but I do think right. yeah. <laughs> forcing people. No, you but- will be my friend. We're talking about being bold, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Force people into it. No, but right. I, but I do think that that's a way, like when you feel like, you know what? I think we could maybe be friends or, you know what? I think I would enjoy spending time. Like those are indications to me that if you, if you want to spend time with someone, then, then make that happen, you know? And not that yeah. necessarily that person, maybe they don't want that and that's okay too. Right. But then that's just not your person. That's not your jam. And um, continue totally. to try until you find people that mesh really well with you. And one thing too, I want to mention is there's not a limit of how many friends or how many acquaintances or yes. how many supporters you can have. I think that sometimes, especially as women, like we feel like there's like a limit, you know, I have enough friends or, you know, I have a good, a good amount, but there's always new, amazing people that can bring value into your life. So I think being really always. open to is really helpful. I agree. And, and every one of my friends or support systems brings something into my life that's different than the other. And I think the older we get, the less you talk, like, Another kind of tangible thing is like kind of reevaluating your friendships. Like yes. what, what of your friendships gives you motivation and feels good and you get equal give and take right. versus someone that like drains you or exhausts you or doesn't feel good. And in one time I wrote a blog too about assessing friendships in like, do you feel like they only come around during certain, like 
one thing I noticed with a few people is like they only come around when I'm struggling. Yes. And there are people that just gravitate towards negativity and drama and they like want to be all up in it versus like truly wanting to be there for you because then they kind of disappear. Right. Right. Or um, just things like that, just reevaluating or even to your point, Kelly, if there's someone that you're like, God, I would just love to grab a martini with them or a coffee just because I feel like it. Right. Do it. You yeah. know, and, and I think to your point, like what's blossomed even with the group you started with us for and some of how we've worked together and pushed each other with our personal blogs and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, you just don't know um, what can help you grow in kind of your confidence, but also motivating each other as women again, to just like step out of that comfort yes. zone, and stand up for yourself. And, you know, some of those pieces, I think just continue to grow when you surround yourself with people as this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, there is an author going to be on the podcast. I already, we already interviewed or excuse me, recorded that episode. Um, Angela Hoskins, Hos, Hoskins, I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. She's going to listen to be like, <laughs> damn Kelly, can't even get it right. But <laughs> anyway, she was really fantastic. And one of the quotes that she talked about is how like, you know, that theory of like standing on other people's shoulders and then looking down yep. and reaching and pulling people up. And I love that like imagery of that so much. I'm I so thankful that she shared that because I think that's that's really that is what it is it's that idea of you know standing on the support and the foundation that we have and it's like um it's even like that that African proverb you know like if you want to if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together because you can do so much more with support yes we all need it absolutely we all need that we all need each other so You know what's so interesting, too, about the podcast? Um, I've told so many people this. It has been just such a joy to meet so many fun people. And every oh time God. I get done interviewing, I'm like, you know what? This is my new favorite person. And then it's the next person. This is every my new favorite person. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, people are just so awesome. So it's been I so know. fun. Well, and it's a good problem to have. And it yes. reminds you, I, knew, I know a lot of the work that we all do and the stuff we see on TV and so yes. on and so forth. It's like it can really bog you down if you let it. Yes. So not only being like, you don't necessarily have to create a podcast or a blog like we yeah. have, but to tune into those things or to find those things that give you like hope for us, you know, yes. and it's like, and um, feel that motivation or passion of just life, yeah. you know? And so um, it's just important to not let everything around us consume us because it easily could, oh, you know, if, yeah. if you wanted it to. For so, sure. For sure. And yeah, yeah, I think that's a fantastic point to stay focused on the positive things and yeah. even in, in friendships and in support, if you're not getting something that you would have hoped from someone, that's okay. But there's, you know, there's yes. someone else who is thinking about you and is caring for you and supports you. And so staying focused on that is, yeah. is super 100%. fantastic. So great. Do you have any other thoughts before we wrap this up? I'm sure at midnight when I'm trying to sleep, I will. Oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, no, I often tell friends, like if they ask me a question or they want me to problem solve with them, I'm like, okay, just give me a little bit of time. And then like throughout the next day, I'm like, okay, here are some other thoughts, but I'm not done yet. Let me think about it a little bit more. And so I think that that's, that's really great that you do. I'm wondering, can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Yeah. So, um, well, I have my easiest way probably because I post all my social media on it is my blog, which is swsecrets.net, which is for secrets of a social worker. So mm-hmm. swsecrets.net. And then on most of my blogs at the very end, I'll put all the links to like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, everything else within that. Yeah. Um, but the one I most act easily most active on is my secrets of a social worker Facebook page. Oh, okay. Yep. So um, I think you can just search that. Otherwise, people who I'm sure are tuned into you and, and obviously you tagged me in this too. So yeah, yeah. And 
Yeah, for sure. Yep. It's really simple to find you on Facebook too. So that is awesome. I'm so glad that this worked. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. I appreciate it. Yeah. And actually the technology, we always struggle with the technology. (laughs) I'm thoroughly impressed with both of us because I I was literally flying home and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to download the app. And what if it doesn't work? You know, just totally yes. going off in ways I don't need to no. stress myself out. But then I'm like, it'll be great. It'll yeah, be great. absolutely. It'll work and it's it. Yes. So, here we and you know, One the thing success. that I always, yeah, exactly. And the thing I always think too is like when really good things are going to happen, we have roadblocks, you know, and literally you had oh, road construction yeah. blocks and so <laughs> in your absolutely. way. And so that means that this message life. needs to get out there, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, well, thanks again for having me. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, you take care and have a good night. You too. We'll chat soon. I am sure. Absolutely. All right. Talk All right. to you later. Bye. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening to Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. For all things related to this episode, please go to www.kellysisson.com backslash podcast, where you can find transcript from today's show and links for today's guest. See you next week for another episode.